Welcome to the Best Things Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on all the socials at Best Things Pod as well. Now, here are your hosts, Craig and Aaron. Hello, Internet. Welcome in to the Best Things Podcast. My name is Craig and two fly for a white guy sitting next to me, not across from me, Aaron Brooks. This is different. <laughs> it is different. I don't know if uh, if you're listening to the podcast, if you can tell things are different, but there's a couple of big things that are different. Number one, well, I guess there's more than a couple. There's like three different things. Number one, we're sitting at a different table. Number two, there is video being recorded. And so if you're watching on YouTube, uh, hi, you can see us, so you kind of know what this system looks like. Also, if you're seeing us, I'm sorry. They're, I'm so they're sorry. really disappointed now. <laughs> Could you imagine if people had never seen us before who are listening to this? And they said, oh, I'm going to check it out on YouTube. I bet these guys are really attractive. Yeah. Nope. Sorry. It's, it's, you get us. Uh, and those of, the, those of you listening who know what we look like, yeah, you, you already get it. Um, also, I just need to put this out there just in case I did a test earlier and it was fine, but just in case, um, it is like a thousand degrees outside. Usually when we record these, we turn the air off because we don't want any interference or, you know, we don't want the air. Yeah. We don't know what that noise. So I don't know if you hear anything or not, but we left the air on because it's too hot to not have air conditioning. Yeah. So if this works, we're really happy. <laughs> we're very happy. And if it doesn't work, well, suck it up. It's too hot for us not to. Um, Aaron, today, uh, this is my pick for an episode. And I have had this on a on list for a little bit now uh, because I think we both enjoy these a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, game shows. We're talking about game shows. And I, I don't know about you. I grew up watching game shows. Like it was just part of the everyday. I mean, so many memories tied to game shows. If you were uh, out sick from school, what did you watch? Price is Right. Always. 100%. Everybody did. That, yeah. that became a running joke. Yeah. Like, if you're out sick, you watch The Price is Right. Um, I remember uh, when I would go to my grandma's house, it was like Game Show Network just stayed on at my grandma's Same house. Same at mine. <laughs> Why is that? Uh, it's so weird. Everybody is that way. Um, so... Game shows are just, and they're still popular today. They've kind of shifted a little bit. I don't think, it feels like we're missing, the golden age of game show has passed. I, I was, I was, that's what I was going to say, is that game shows now just don't feel the same. No. They don't. Some of them have moved to Netflix. Um, you've got some on these streaming platforms. But, you know, there was a time that game shows were, they were scheduled viewing you made time out of your day or your evening to sit down as a family and watch them at least we did i don't know about you well they were they were big time network shows Mm -hmm. that a lot of people like you said you had to sit down and watch that yeah i remember and we'll we'll get into it in just a second We'll, we'll get into all the things but i remember when who wants to be a millionaire came out that was Nobody else could air anything during that show. No. Like, what was it? Thursday night, maybe? Or maybe it was Friday? I can't remember now. But, I mean, that took over the world. 
it was it was viral. It, yes, it was viral before the internet was a, yep. really a thing. Uh, so we're already into it, but uh, without further ado, let's just hop right into the things. Before we figure out which one's the best thing, we have to talk about all the things. It's time for the thing about the things. So there are a ton of game shows out there. Uh, go ahead. We, we kind of talked already about a few of them, but we'll go into more detail now. Uh, go ahead and give me your give me one of them right off the bat that you fan favorite. Supermarket Sweep. That you're coming out of the gate with Supermarket Sweep. It was uh, it was one of my favorites. I I, I have it on my list too. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I loved it. Uh. They they brought it back a year or two ago. They did. Have you watched they it? They shouldn't have brought it back a year or two ago. <laughs> I was so good. excited for it. We were too. And uh it was painful to watch the Yeah. Oh, it was Who who was the host? You the old host? No, 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 no. The the host a couple years ago. Currently? Cuz I think it's still on. Oh, is it still on? I think it's Leslie Jones. Is yes, that right? Yes, yes, yes. Leslie I Jones. I can't. I can't stand her. It was. Uh, yeah. Everything is like this. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Oh. Like it's just over the top and too much. Like it's it's pain. You're right. It's painful. I was watching some reruns of the OG Supermarket Sweep. Yeah, and it had kind of two different runs. Right. Yeah. Uh, what was it in the nineties? Yeah, the nineties. The original run was in the nineteen sixty five. Is when it started. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't realize it was that far back. Oh, neither did I. Yeah, nineteen sixty five was when it first happened, and I, I remember, like you said, I remember watching it um, in the nineties, and man, that was that was so much fun to watch. I mean, you could be mainly because you wanted to do that in your own grocery store. <laughs> yes, and I remember as a kid, as we when I'd go to the grocery store with mom, like in my mind, when I would grab the buggy, I was like, "Can I push it?" And she would have to tell me to slow down because I wanted to take those current turns. Yes, like like they do on the show. Uh, if I if I could be on a game show, that would be. I feel like that would be in my top three that I would want to be on. Yeah, it just it looked like so much fun racing. You know, they just pile all the hams in the cart. Uh, finding you know the big uh, inflatables, right? Yeah, just all those things. It just looks so fun. I always remember wondering, like, is that a real supermarket? Uh huh. And I've heard di- I've heard some different things. I, I don't remember. I don't have it off the top of my, my head right now, but I think uh, yes, like a lot of that stuff was real, and a lot of it would go bad. Oh wow! Or, and it gets in the original shows or whatever. So there wasn't a lot of prop food. It was a lot of now. I think some of it was probably expired already. Like they, you know, grocery stores or brands would send them stuff that was already expired because nobody's going to eat it, right? But it just looks good on a shelf. But I, I did read something one time that said that some of the fruits, um, obviously, you know, they're going to spoil quicker. So they would they would touch them up a little bit. Some of the meats Ooh. and stuff would go bad. So the, there was a smell. <laughs> On the, in the studio, and uh, yeah, so, but I, I loved Supermarket Sweep. I mean, it had trivia, yeah, involved. In addition to just racing up and down the aisles, uh, was it a 
There'd be like a blue light special uh-huh. uh, occasionally that would pop up, you know, and they'd have to race to a certain aisle. Mm-hmm. It, it was just, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I think for me, and I've always kind of been interested in food things. Right. Yeah. So I think that's part of why I, I like the show uh, as well. I always wondered, did they get a tour or did they have some time in the supermarket to kind of see where things were? Like, were they able to kind of walk through and go, okay, aisle six is where the, you know, the, the canned foods are. Aisle nine is where the, you know, the, the cereals or did, was it just blind? See, just having read some of the other things about other game shows, behind the scenes, stories and facts, I feel like that would probably be something that is likely that you, they gave them so think. much time. You know, you think when you're watching a game show that all of this stuff is a surprise to them, but a lot of times, you know, it's staged to look that way. Right. Um, let me give you one of my favorites, and that is Match Game. Ooh. Loved Match Game. You, you mentioned it would, you know, Supermarket Sweep would be in your top three. Match Game would probably be in my 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 top ten of, of games I would love to be on and be a part of. Uh, Match Game started in 1962, um, and Gene Rayburn uh, was uh, the host at the time. And, the, you know, they, they did Match Game by years. So you had, like, Match Game 69 and Match Game 72 and uh, Charles Nelson Riley, Brett Summers, Betty White famously always appeared on yes. the original Match Game. And they brought it back, too. There, there was yep. a couple of years ago, like... I guess it was ABC. Yeah, they, really leaned back into game yep. shows hard, and so they brought back Match Game as well with uh, Alec Baldwin, I think, hosting. Uh, but I, I mean, I just loved it. I mean, the fill in the blank. I mean, it was probably less game showy than most game shows. It was more for entertainment's sake. But you did have contestants who could win some money, right? But it it really did have that entertainment quality. Oh yeah, to it. Well, you you got to see the celebrities. Be themselves, yes. Which I think everybody enjoyed, um, and still still does. I mean, you get a you get a great sense of it on the internet nowadays of celebrity culture. But I think it's good to see them uh, kind of in their element. I will say, you know, we, we mentioned some of these shows coming back. They all in in the game shows today that they have brought back that they've brought back the classic game shows all have a sense of innuendo in them now. They did. they do a little too. I mean, they did back then too, but like it's just blatant. Yeah, now. It, it's it can be over the top at times. <laughs> yeah, uh, some of them almost like not family friendly. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they they call it the uh, the the family summer of games or something like that is how they market it, and you really shouldn't have kids under the age of sixteen right. probably watching those. Yeah. Uh, okay. How about uh, this? Was another one. I I loved this one as a kid. And I remember it probably six years old. I actually got the kind of board game that went with it, but that was Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. It, uh, and this is one my parents watched it every night, and they still watch Wheel of Fortune. I can go to their house like 5 30 in the <laughs> evening, and mom will have it on Wheel of Fortune. That's kind of her routine, Wheel of Fortune, and then the 6 o'clock news to see the weather. Yeah, I didn't realize it is the longest-running syndicated game show in the U.S. Is it really? Yes. Like, it has been, and it's been the same group. Like, 1983, um, 
it, it started syndication. Wow. And I guess it first aired in 1975. So, I mean, this has been around for a long time. What do you think? It, why, why do you think it has so much staying power? Is it because it's just a truly contestant-driven game show? I th- I think that should. I think that's probably a big part of it. Um, it's easy to get into. Rules are very simple. It's not. Yeah. It's not complicated to figure out. It's not difficult to stay with it. It is. It is all about the game. Whereas some of the shows you might have entertainment. We talked about some of that a second ago. Right. Some of the jokes and stuff can be over the top. Uh, Pat Sajak's kind of a, a down to business kind of guy. Yeah. And it's all about that game. I'm going to be honest with you. In 2022, I'm surprised Vanna White is still like that's her role. Yeah. I mean, that that seems archaic now. Uh, and there's been no no flack, really, I guess. Nothing I've heard, at least. N- neither have I. Uh, have you ever known anybody that was on Wheel of Fortune? I don't think so. I've had I've got two friends. Really? That have been on Wheel of Fortune. And they win any money? I don't nope. I don't think either of them really won anything. Uh, one of them, it was it was a pretty cool story. His name is Andy Mayberry. <laughs> I remember. Okay, I remember Andy. Yeah. You remember Andy? Yeah. So Andy, his parents were big Andy Griffith fans. So he's his last name is Mayberry. They had to name him Andy. He grew up watching it. Learned all sorts of trivia about the Andy Griffith show. Pat Sajak is a huge Andy Griffith nerd. Really. And he used that to his advantage when he got on the show. They got to have this little moment, and he, uh, Pat asked him, he said, let's do some trivia when we come back from the commercial, and I want you to really try to see if you can stump me. And Andy did. He stumped him with a question, and he said, you know, it just it really seemed to kind of frustrate him, and he, he <laughs> talked about it throughout the entire episode. So that was kind of his fun story of being on Wheel of Fortune. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, I, I have heard, you know, they only, apparently... They only tape 35 days of the year. Really? And they spread it out throughout nine months. They only tape 35 days of the year. So they only work for a month? <laughs> I guess so. Now that's a job. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Like, I wonder if... I mean, no wonder they they could stay on the air for so long. They're like, hey, you know... They have I, longevity. I, yeah. You uh, work for 30 days a year. <laughs> of course. Who wouldn't want to go back to that job? Um yeah, it also says here that in the early days of the show, uh, Vanna White and Pat Sajak would also often be drunk while taping. What? No, not Pat and Vanna. <laughs> Pat said that on he was on ESPN's Too Highly Questionable and said that they enjoyed two or three or six drinks and would have trouble recognizing the alphabet <laughs> by the time they returned to set. They averaged... Four margaritas each afternoon at a Mexican restaurant across from the street. Uh, across the street from this. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess that that debunks the, the the myth of how they're able to stay on the air for so long. Wow, they just have fun doing it. Uh, obviously, <laughs> you know. And think back, your Vanna used to have to like manually turn yeah, the letters. Right. It's not that. I mean, it's probably all. Generated, you know, I don't know if she just touches it and they change it when she touches. Which I would love to know how that, like, was somebody behind them doing the old, just what are those, the the things we used to, the overhead projector kind of thing? Yeah. Putting that on there. Yeah. Uh, How, how was the, what was the mechanism? I would love to know the logic and the, and the logistics behind it. 
have they been the uh, have they been the host the entire time? At least since '83. Yeah. Wow. Um, in 1997, uh, this is a funny story I saw on here too, and it leads me into my, to my my next one. Um, Pat Sajak, uh, as an April Fool's prank, switched places with another game show host by the name of Alex Trebek. Oh, they hosted each other's show uh, as a prank, uh, surprising audience members. Uh, and and so yeah, 1997, April Fool's April Fool's Day. Uh, do you watch Jeopardy? Or ha- I'm yeah. assuming you have watched yeah. Jeopardy, but it's I'm a trivia kind of guy. Yeah, so. I was going to say that's the other show that my parents have on at their house every day is Jeopardy and if it's a if it's a trivia especially if it's useless trivia I feel like I'm not smart enough for Jeopardy like they ask real trivia real hard I questions mean, yeah, you know you have to know history and geography yeah. and like real stuff I'm usually uh, I don't, this isn't probably going to make any of our top list but the weakest link used to be a uh, a big one. They recently brought that back with okay. Jane Lynch hosting it. And Lauren and I would watch it and I would I mean it's useless random what? trivia. What's the what's the board game that we like to play where you write down a number and guess? Uh, uh wits and wagers. Wits and wagers, yeah. That kind of trivia, yeah. you know, you, you just know yeah. like what was the largest Ferris wheel that ever existed. Exactly. Know? That's probably not going to get asked on no, Jeopardy. It's They're going to want to know about like the the Russian <laughs> You know, king from yeah, a Russian czar from the 1700s. Exactly. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not necessarily book smart, and so, it, uh, but I listen to a lot of podcasts and audiobooks. <laughs> I like to think that I am, and so I get really excited when I can answer like three or four Jeopardy questions in a row, <laughs> and then some category comes up, and I'm like, "Wow, I'm a I'm an idiot." <laughs> it's it. it can really make you feel stupid when, yeah. when you go to answer those. Yeah, you've you've got to have a certain uh, self confidence. Yeah, <laughs> to watch some of these game shows. I had a great. I've got so many tabs open. I know. I should have copied. And I, I, you put some things down. See, I should have put some stuff in an actual <laughs> document so I could get back to it. Because there was a great thing about Jeopardy that I wanted to read. Um. Oh, here it is. Here it is. It, it was the premise for how they came up with Jeopardy. Oh, this yeah. Was, it was all invented on one airline flight. Yeah. Uh, Merv Griffin's wife, she came up with it. She, uh, They're on a flight. She asks her husband, if I said 5280 to you, what would you say? He responded, what is a mile? She said, you think there's a game show in that? I was like, what? Yeah. So they just go back and forth, and by the time they've landed, they've got a game show that they've come up with. Yeah, supposedly like they they were really stuck because game, I guess the the original they had some, it was it was some other game show they were working on was not getting good ratings because it was a, just a typical question and answer game and it was getting kind of played out. A lot of these these trivia games, you just ask the question and people and apparently people in culture, I guess conspiracy theories were, were alive and well back then too, because they thought the networks were feeding the answers to contestants. Okay, on all these game shows, and apparently uh, his wife said, "Well, why don't we just give them the answer and have them ask the question uh, in oh. that same format that you just said?" Uh, and so that's how that's how it was born. One of my favorite Jeopardy quotes comes from The Office. Yeah, when 
Michael Scott says something. It wouldn't be a podcast if we brought up the office. If we didn't bring up the office. <laughs> well, I rarely watch it, so you know, just no. I watch it all the time. <laughs> yeah, you watch it all the time. I was watching it at lunch today. Um, <laughs> but Michael is has hit Meredith on the parking lot, mm-hmm. and Jan says, or uh, Ryan says to him. Uh, you know, this is going to put the company at risk. And Michael says, well, uh, something about double jeopardy. Mm. And Ryan says, I don't think you know how jeopardy works. And Michael responds, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. What is double jeopardy? <laughs> I should have known better than to try to take a drink while you were doing that. It almost just ruined all of our equipment. We had a spit take. <laughs> I, 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 we're getting off topic here. I mean, we're talking about The Office. We're going to get off topic. But I, I really do think The Office, yeah, it found new life on, on Netflix. I think it's found even more new life on TikTok and Reels. Like, being able to do snippets like that. Oh, right. Posting those things. Yeah. I'm seeing more and more bloopers from The Office uh, on TikTok, too. Uh, so, yeah, I, that was my Office uh, comment for the day. Do you think... It's been hard for me watching some of the episodes since Alex Trebek passed. I haven't I haven't seen any. It's just hard to see somebody else in that role. Yeah. I mean he was he was suited to be the host of Jeopardy. Oh yeah. Well there there's a couple of, of hosts that way and we can we can go on to this one too that we, we already mentioned the price is right. Yes. I mean the price is right Drew Carey he's a great host. He does a good job. He's not Bob Barker though. No. And I he I don't think he ever will be some of I re, I still record the price is right. I rarely watch it, but I I record it in the instance I guess that I'm sick at home and don't have anything else to do. I can watch <laughs> the price is right. Uh but I can go back and I can see video of Drew Carey doing it originally and him doing it now and it feels like he's more comfortable in that role. Right, yeah. But then you go back uh you can get on uh, oh, Pluto TV, things mm-hmm. like that. They have a Price is Right channel that just plays nonstop Price is Right. All sorts of old episodes. You, you go back and watch Bob Barker, and there's just a difference there is. in it, him hosting that show. Bob Barker was almost, it felt like family. Like I, <laughs> I felt like he was a grandfather <laughs> yeah. to me Yeah, uh, growing up watching him. I don't get that from Drew. Drew Carey will always be the who's on it is it anyway guy. Sure. Uh, he'll be from the Drew Carey show. He, he's He's... You know, goofy and lovable, but Bob Barker is is the cuddly guy. You know, he's, yeah. he's one you want to run up on stage and give a hug to. Um, about a month ago on our Apple TV, uh, you can watch Prices Right on Paramount. Yep. And uh, for some reason, it popped up in my feed of, hey, you can watch the Prices Right on Paramount. I was like, oh, I haven't seen the Prices Right in a long time. And I clicked on it, and it was a Prices Right from, I guess, recently post COVID where they have, you know, it's not the crowd anymore. Is it not? No, there's little pods in the, on the audience and people are sitting in their family groups or whatever. Oh, and so instead of come on down and people high fiving and hugging, they go, they just come straight down and it's awkward because like, and I get, you know, it's done in California. Things are a little bit stricter there and tighter there. But when, when they win the showcase, and they come up, they can't high five. They can't get close to Drew Carey. They want to. Their instinct is to. And so they'll go up to Drew Carey and they'll go, okay, you'll, you'll just stand right there. 
Oh. And it just really takes the energy, cuts it into a third of what the original show. I mean, so you already have the handicap of Drew Carey not being Bob Barker. Right. And now you add that on top of it. But the games are still pretty fun, but, you know, it's just not quite the same anymore. That that really sucks. It does. Yeah. It's really, really tough. Oh, yeah, you're watching it right there. See those little pods? We'll put a clip of it if you're watching online. We can show you what we're talking about. Oh, this is terrible. Yeah. Well, she's given way more high fives than anything I've seen so far. Yeah, so it is. It, it is It is weird. It is awkward. It's it's uncom- It's it's. I hate to use the word cringy, but it is. Like, it's, it's not quite right. And Drew Carey right now, at least the episodes I've seen, he's got this big beard. He's let himself go a little bit. You can tell that. That's the entire crowd? That's the crowd. Yeah. So, oh. Price is Right, that, that, that may be something we mentioned on the worst list later on, but uh, I'm, I miss Bob Barker. Yeah. Uh, when The Price is Right first aired, there were, uh, the, you know, they would bid on items just like they do now. Right. But there were uh, things that they were offered as alternatives to their winnings, like elephants. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, so... Um, in 1956, a man, uh, a farmer, a Texas farmer, won a piano but wanted an elephant. They offered him $4,000 as an alternative, and he insisted he wanted the <laughs> elephant. And so, finally, The Price is Right got him an elephant from Kenya. What? So you can just demand your own get your prize now? <laughs> is that how these work? <laughs> Have you ever watched the documentary on the, uh, the guy who kind of gamed... The Price is Right. Mm, yeah. Well, I haven't watched the documentary, but I've read about it. Yeah. It's it's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, he came up with his... He broke the show. Yeah. And he forced them to change how they do oh, things. Yeah. But Absolutely. It's fat, And I got to tip my cap to him. I mean, he did a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, he studied to know how much these things were worth. A lot of people were mad at him. I mean, The Price is Right well, yeah. was upset with yeah. him. But Who thinks I'm, you're going to do that much work for a game show? The dude did his due diligence and went on the show and absolutely took him to the cleaners. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's fascinating. Um, when Multiple times. When you're watching and we get the, to the, 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 the showcase showdown at the end, you never get the first showcase. No. You always pass. Yeah. Yeah, if you have the option, you always pass. Yeah. Because chances are the first one is never as good as the second one. Never. Especially if there's no car or boat involved. Exactly. Right, they're they're trying to give you some trip to the Bahamas that's not going to be worth nearly as much as something else, right? Because you're you're pretty much getting just the value of it anyway. You're not actually getting. I've heard that too. You're not actually getting some of these things. You get the monetary value of it, right? So go for the car. Always. And, and you know something else I'd read uh, from people who've been on the show that once you would win, you would immediately go into this little office backstage. And they would show you you owe this much in taxes, yeah. you know, because a lot of people wouldn't take their stuff home, right? Yeah, because you couldn't afford to pay the taxes on what <laughs> exactly. you'd won. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but as far as game shows go, what was your favorite game mm, on The Price Is Right? That's a good one. I I think we all would probably put Plinko. Plinko's got to be up there. It is so much. I've always wanted to make my own. I never have. But I've all, I'm, in my mind, I'm like, that's easy to make. I should make it. Uh, I mean, is there, I'm trying to think of other game shows 
that have so many games within the oh, game. I, know. I mean, I don't think there's anybody that does it like that. You, I can't remember the names of some of these, but the little mountain climber. Yes, I was going to say mountain climber is a top one. Uh, the golf, they would have a, yeah. a, a putting thing. Higher or lower? Higher or lower. Really simple, basic game, but so easy. Um, what else was there? And some of those really will, I mean, talk about building anticipation and, and getting you excited because – I think it's one of those games, any of these games that you feel like you can do and that you're yep. playing along with them at home and saying, oh, you're stupid for guessing yep. that, uh, just puts you more into the game and it makes it more enjoyable for you too. Yeah. Well, you, you remember the one where there was the big check on the wall? Yes. And they would fill out the – I always wanted to fill that out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the ones where you have to change one number. Yes. You know, just it either goes up higher or lower – uh, the ones where you you have the prices, but you have to put it with the items. Yep. So is this the price of you know the toaster or the toaster strudel? You know that kind of stuff uh, is always fun too. Uh, you you know anybody who's been on the prices right? I do. Yeah, I've got I, several friends that have been yeah. on the prices right. I would love to go. I think that would be a lot of fun. Well, it used to would have been a lot of fun. That's true. If it's yeah. like this, I don't. <laughs> I think it'd still be fun to play the games yeah. and possibly get something out of it. I don't think the experience would be as fun. I mean, people would line up. I mean, there would be huge lines down the street. Oh, yeah. People trying to, you know, get in. Yeah. And you had to come up with these crazy stories and annex and all this as they would come out, try to figure out who's going to be on the show. Mm-hmm. You wanted to. You, you had to stand out. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of standing out, the first one I had on my list, maybe not my favorite, just the first one I had. Uh, let's make a deal. Uh, with yes. Monty Hall as the host. Now, uh, speaking of whose line is it anyway, Wayne Brady hosts the current version of Let's Make a Deal. Yeah. Uh, and he does a pretty good job. Yeah, I think so. He's not Monty Hall. No. Um, so this was, <laughs> you know, you, you mentioned that, you know, Price is Right was one that you kind of wanted to be noticed. Let's Make a Deal took that idea to the next level. Yes, it did. <laughs> like, they are over it's, the top. It's insane. It is wild. Um. And then Monty Hall is trying to trick contestants. Too. I mean, I just love the deception. Oh yeah, pick the door, do all this kind of stuff. I, you know, you can take this deal here, or I can give you what's behind that door or in this little box or uh-huh. around the corner. Um, that's my. I. It's a mean game show, but I like it. Oh, I love it too. I mean, I love. We play that with our students at church a lot. Really? Because I just I love Baptists like to gamble. Is that what you're absolutely? <laughs> uh, I like to watch. The disappointment on their face <laughs> after I convince them to take what I know is a terrible deal. You have this Xbox? No, you want this? What's in this really big box? Oh, it's a pen. It's a rotten banana. Congratulations. We've done a we've done a dirty diaper. Oh man, yeah, like legit dirty or yeah. sn- melted Snickers? No, legit dirty. <laughs> You'll have plenty of those soon. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. As, as, <laughs> as much as we want now. Uh, what else we got? Um, okay, Family Feud. That's for me. I think that might be the goat. It is. Yeah it it might be. I mean, I think that's going to be a top seed in our. In I, our I feel later. like it is. Um, who's the best host? Man, it's hard not. To go with Steve Harvey. It is. I, I He is so quick on his feet. He is so likable. 
I, I, I think it has to be him. I, I will waste a ton of time on YouTube or TikTok when those videos pop up. You talk about the the game show that has made the most out of the social media age. Oh yeah, I mean, and a lot of it has to do with with Steve Harvey's reactions to them. Yes, because he, you know, I think some of these older hosts, these other hosts, would have just let it kind of let it go, or you know, some of them, you know, let's go through some of the hosts here: Richard Dawson, um, Ray Combs. Remember him? No, I don't think anybody does. Uh, I remember growing up with Louis Anderson and yeah. John O'Hurley. Yeah. Uh, Richard Karn, who used yep. to be yep. on, uh, I want to say Tool Time, Home Improvement. Um, but Steve Harvey has just really, he will, he will, he, he will let that linger and he will add, he will add gasoline to the fire that these people put on. Yes. And then you add the celebrity family feud they'll do now on top of that. It makes it even better. <laughs> it does. Uh, my, <laughs> my favorite. I think it's a lot of people's favorite is the one where he asks like name one thing a robber would not want to see when he breaks into your house. And this guy goes beep 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 naked grandma butt. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's just the you will you never know what's going to come out of somebody's mouth in a moment where they don't have time to think about anything. And Steve Harvey's reactions are priceless. Oh, gosh, I mean yeah. it's just. It's all, it's it's is, it's probably more entertaining than the actual game show. Yeah, I mean, just watching him. Yeah, he he knows how to work an audience. Oh gosh, yeah. So well, and he knows how to kind of get the contestants going too. He, he I, I would assume it's easier to play with him as the host because he he's going to calm nerves. I, I he's going to make you so. laugh. Yeah, um, I can imagine like John O'Hurley back when he hosted it. He's so stoic Stiff sometimes. Stiff. I mean, I know he's from a comedic background, but he's also like this Broadway kind of guy, and he's just so. I mean, it'd almost be intimidating. Um, but I mean the 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 premise is so simple too. Like this is average people's answers, and you know, you're not always going to agree with it. But this is what the the survey has said. And I always want to always want to know who are they surveying. I have always wondered that too. Like, is it just people in Burbank or Atlanta, wherever they're filming? Or I think that they do it in Orlando now, don't they? Is it just people in these specific areas? Do they send out a nationwide survey? They have a call center or something that they have that are just calling people. I wonder how they get their information. Uh, this is another game that we like to play with students. Yeah, and. Uh, different conferences and stuff that I'll go to. In fact, there was one last week. They were doing a big uh, family feud deal, and they sent a survey. I got one of the surveys, so oh really? It was it was a lot of fun to get to answer these questions, yeah. you know, uh, to be a part of it. And then like, hey, I was one of the answers that was up <laughs> on the board, you know. So that that was a lot of fun. Uh, back in 1979, they had the Hatfields and the McCoys face off against each other. I and remember family. that. Yes. I remember. <laughs> that, well, I that, don't remember watching it live, but I remember watching it. Reruns. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's, that's one of those things that's just really fun about the show is how they can face off some of these people. Some of the celebrity, uh, feuds that they've done yeah. have been really good. Yeah. You know, the, uh, the, the, trying to remember what it's called the, the last round the it's not the lightning uh, round what's it called i don't remember but when they kind of just it's that one person up there by themselves and they're answered going through um 
my wife Lauren, she she that's probably her favorite part of it is the rapid fire. And whenever they're revealing the answers, she always wants to know what the number one is. And if the if Steve Harvey or the host forgets, she's like, I want tell me what the number one is. I want to yeah. know what the number one answer is because I think I have it. Yeah. Because again, it goes back to it's that kind of show that you play at home and right, and you think you're a dumb dumb for not getting it. That's yeah. such an easy answer. Why didn't you? Why didn't you answer that that way? Uh, Until you're the person who's actually having to play. Exactly. Yeah. Like it, um, like the game five second rule. Right. Yeah. You kind of have that where you gotta snap and you can, sometimes you can freeze. Or you can say something really stupid. You know, when it's just in that quick moment. Yeah. So I just looked up and, and saw here that. Uh, to, to get their survey, uh, the show employs an outside polling firm called Applied Research West for its surveys. Uh, they do it over the phone, and they are not told, or the people they ask are not told that their questions will be used for Family Feud. Ah. So they're just asking them random questions, and uh, they get about 30 or 40 questions per call. Wow. So this is kind of a nationwide poll uh, that goes all over the place. Um, so... I mean that's that's I guess that's good to know, right? I mean, it's not just coming from one specific area. This is coming from all over the place. Uh, what else? Let's hit a couple others really quickly. Okay, uh, one that has it. It's been out for years, but they brought it back recently that I've really enjoyed was Card Sharks. Yeah, I I never really got into Card Sharks. Uh, I liked it so much, I went and bought the board game See, of it. I liked us playing the game, because we played that together yeah. one time. I liked playing it more than I liked watching it. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but Card Sharks, yeah. When when did that originally come out? I think I had that on my list. 1978. I think the 70s were probably the first golden age. Well, probably the golden age yeah. for game shows. Yeah. There was a lot of good ones back then. Um. They they did bring that one back too. Joel McHale is hosting. Joel, yep, Joel McHale. Have you have you watched? Yeah, is yeah. It, is I, it good? I liked it. Is it? Um, what about? Uh, we talked about it a little bit, but who wants to be a millionaire? Changed, brought game shows back to life <laughs> it, in the late nineties. I mean, that was that was scheduled viewing. Everyone was watching it. McDonald's picked up on it. You played Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on the Fries. Um, the lifelines changed the game. I yep. mean, you use that now, lifelines, 50-50, phone a friend, ask the audience. Um, and Regis, I mean, the late, great Regis it, Philbin. Yes. Was incredible. That's a final answer. <laughs> it was a terrible Regis. <laughs> oh, that was so bad. Uh, you know, there's, I think there's an iPhone app. Who hosted it after him? You know, I think it went to daytime for a while, and I think it had a couple different hosts. Jimmy Kimmel, yeah, they brought it back, and I think Jimmy Kimmel uh, may do it now. They did a celebrity one during quarantine, during COVID. I don't know if they're still doing that or not, but you know, it never, never had. It was never the same after that initial run. Still, my favorite moment from from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was the first Millionaire winner. You remember him? Because no. he's he's blowing through the questions like he's just crushing it, and at the very end, the million dollar question, he's got a phone a friend left as his lifeline, and he goes, Regis, I think I'll take the phone a friend. Okay, who do you want to call? He's like, I want to call my dad. So they put him on the line, and 
Regis is all tense and nervous, like, this is a big deal. He's 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 going for a million dollars. And the guy goes, hey, Dad, I, I don't really need to ask you the question. I just want you to let you know I'm about to win a million dollars. I do remember that and now. Like, just yeah. pure OG gangster move. Yes. And he answers the question right and wins the million. I mean, I'm, I remember I, yes. watching that at my house just – dumbstruck at the 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 cojones on this guy to do that yeah uh but yeah who wants to be there was great how about pressure luck you remember that one yes did they bring it back a year or two ago they did yeah okay. uh elizabeth banks hosts it now yes yes uh, i love pressure luck yeah no whammies no whammies no, no whammies. whammies that's right uh that's one i'm it's hard for me not to think it's rigged <laughs> Yes. You know, because there's not like a physical wheel like Wheel of Fortune. Uh huh. You're just kind of hitting. And I know as being a guy who's done that kind of game, they're and, in control. Exactly. And so the the, the producer, the, the button means nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> it's just there for show. Like there is somebody behind the scenes either hitting stop randomly, which is what you hope happens. Right. Or they're saying, let's add some drama here. Let's just throw away me their way. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard not to think it's rigged. Yeah. If I was on a game show, I would want to be on one where I felt like I had some sort of control. Yeah, because there is, I mean, it is literally a crapshoot in that yeah. game. Like, you can answer the trivia questions right to give you the turns or, or spins or whatever, but the act, where, where it counts is total, yes. total in the air. Did you ever watch Wipeout? I remember it being on. I don't remember really watching it, though. I feel like it had a lot of uh, hype. And I watched bits and pieces of it. Yeah. Never really thought it was that great. Right. What about When Ben Stein's Money? You remember that one? I, I never watched that. I, I remember it, but I, I never really watched it. Um, How about the Newlywed Game? Oh, yeah. Classic. How can we forget to mention that one already? Yeah. yeah the, yes. Um, and That's still used today in a lot of different, like, you know, conferences oh, and stuff like yeah. that. And even in therapy, people will use that. Yeah. Um, we, here's one major one we hadn't talked about deal or no deal. That's on my list here. Yeah, that was, that was, what, what year did that come out? Let's we'll, see. Hold on. 2005. So this was right after who wants to be I was going to say they run. were kind of right there together. Yeah. They were both very innovative. Yes. And that's one thing game shows didn't have for a long time. Yes. Howie Mandel is a great host. Yep. Uh, of course, you had the banker. You had the models. Yep. You know, take them or leave them. Models. You know. Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> uh, that premise, though, it was it was so unique. I had I had a tidbit here. I'm trying to find. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah. No, that's. Not I had one for a uh, deal or no deal as I well. It. I lost it, and I don't know where mine is either. I lost it. Um. We like to be prepared. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else do we have? Hollywood Squares is one I had on my list. I loved Hollywood Squares when I was a kid. You know, I think I've seen a few episodes of that, but it, it's not one I ever just watched a lot of. So it's it's like human tic-tac-toe. There's this giant square that's put up, and celebrities are in it. It's another one of those celebrity games. Like uh, the I, Brady Bunch screen. Kind of, yeah. I I remember the the late two thousand or the the late nineties early two thousands version. Um, Whoopi Goldberg, I think, 
I don't think she ho- helped host it, but she was kind of like the Betty White, always there. You know, was in Gilbert, Gilbert Gottfried in it. I think a lot? he was in it a lot. Yeah, so it was it was very match gameish, where yeah. there was like this certain group of celebrities who always kind of rotated through. But they they were the contestants were asked a tr- trivia question and they didn't answer, but they picked a celebrity to answer for them. So a celebrity they thought might win it, and they could either agree or disagree with them. Um, and they may have been true or false questions. I can't remember. But if they got it right, then you know it got an X or a circle, whatever their 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 token was or their symbol was. Uh, three in a row, one. It was a lot of fun. According to IMDb, one of the top ten most popular game shows of all time is a show called Figure It Out. Do you remember this from Nickelodeon? I don't. It was a '90s game show on Nick. They're getting slime dumped on them. Well, that, was all, can, that was everything in Nick in the 90s. Right. Uh, <laughs> I remember Double Dare, but I don't remember Figure It Out. It was a game show that involved a designated contestant interviewed by panelists using yes or no questions to determine the contestant's oh, secret skill. Yes, I do remember that. I did like that a lot. I'm just seeing the picture. I kind of vaguely remember it, but... Yeah, it's ranked as one of the top ten best of all time, along with Double Dare. Hearing you describe it, clicked something with me. I didn't remember it from the picture, but uh, yeah, I, I do. I do remember that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, Double Dare was a big one. You know, Nickelodeon really hopped on the game show bandwagon for kids back then. Because yeah, I loved Legends of the Hidden Temple. Okay, yep, yep. I forgot about that. I mean, looking back on it as adults, it was kind of stupid, but as a kid, man, that was great. Um, what about? Cash Cab. I don't remember that one. So that's the one where um, I don't remember who the host of it was, but it, he he acted like a cab driver. He'd go around just pick up random people on the street and say, "Where are you going?" They would, however many blocks they were, is how many hundreds of dollars they could win or thousands of dollars. So every block or something, or there was a certain amount of time, they would ask him a question, they a trivia question. They get it right, they get money, and. Uh, yeah, I think it was on Discovery. The rare Discovery Channel game show. <laughs> it's like, Disco- are you sure? Uh, it, it vaguely sounds familiar. Legends of the Hidden Temple comes in as the third most popular IMDb-rated game show of all time. Mm. It says that it was rebooted on the CW in 2021. Really? I had not heard about that. I haven't either. Uh, the last one I have on my list is, uh, oh, I just lost it. Hold on. Pyramid. Ooh, hundred thousand or ten thousand, whatever you want to call it, period. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think they brought that back also, but the, the well, not the original, but the one again. I remember came from the nineties with Donny Osmond, <laughs> yes, uh, hosting it. But uh, which is you know it was spoofed on Friends. Uh, if only uh, the Friends fans out there, uh, where Joey got on there to play Pyramid, also. Um, that's my dog barking, which you can hear. I don't know if you can hear on the recording or not, but my dog. Uh, but yeah, that's the last one I got, Pyramid. You got anything else? No, not unless you're counting, like, where do food show game shows? Yeah, that... Things like Cutthroat Kitchen, right. Guy's Grocery games. I guess for some reason in my mind, uh, that doesn't fall in the game show category to what me. What does it fall under? It almost falls into reality competitions. You think? Because I mean, because th- then you got like Survivor and The Amazing Race. I mean, that's yeah. that falls in more like that to me 
than a game show. I don't know why, but that in my mind, that's how I'm compartmentalizing them. <laughs> but I love those. Um, Cutthroat Kitchen was probably the most innovative cooking competition since Iron Chef. Yes. We could probably do a whole episode on cooking competitions, I, couldn't we? I, that's a great idea. Yeah, we should do that. Um, okay. Well, I have uh, – we're going to bring it back for another episode here. Trivia questions. Oh. Since, since this is my episode, I'm going to ask you three trivia questions. You get two out of three right. I'm going to make an amendment to our original – because the original – the first time we did this, we said you, you get the trivia questions right, then you get to break all ties. Well, then it becomes – the other person becomes irrelevant because <laughs> you can just do whatever you want. So I'm going to I'm gonna amend it and say if you get uh, the trivia questions right, you get to break uh, – the you get to decide the battle, so whatever wins today, you can you can decide whether it moves on or not. How about okay, that? sure. Okay. Question number one. Oh, hold on. I'm, let, me, let me get the. Speaking of Jeopardy, I need to get the Jeopardy. Oh, you got the Jeopardy music. I got to get the Jeopardy music here. Again, we come prepared on this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Only the best. While I'm doing this, you want to tell people some things they they should do or not do or, you know. Uh, Well, you should leave us a five-star review if you're listening to this. I guess we we can do the whole YouTube thing. Like, you know, hit that like button. Go hit the subscribe. Yeah. And uh, hit the little bell icon so you're notified. I've always wanted to get to say that. Now I get to say it. Um, Get the bell on. (laughs) Uh, but no, leave us a review, contact us, you know, message us. Uh, we'll have uh, some sort of feedback that we want from you. We'll tell you what that is at some point. I'm not telling you right now because I don't know. <laughs> um, but we we do want to hear from you most of the time. So yeah, Most of the time. Only if it's good stuff. <laughs> okay. You ready, Aaron? Yeah. What was the first TV game show? And bonus point if you can tell me when it aired, what year it aired. Ooh. You can answer both or either of those. I'll give you a point for, for either of those. So it's a, two, it's a two point up for grab. The first TV game show. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with To Tell the Truth. Year? 1945. That is incorrect, sir. The first TV game show was on BBC. So this came from over over oh. the pond. It was called Spelling Bee. It was first transmitted at 10 p.m. on the 31st of May, 1938. Woo! Okay. Way back there. Who hosts the record for the most money made on a game show? Feel free to play this at home. If you think you know the answers. This is a contestant that made the most? A contestant. A record for the most money made on a single game show. Is it Jeopardy? Is it a Jeopardy winner? Yes. Is it Jack Kinnings? (laughs) No. James Holzhauser? No. (sighs) It was... Ken Jennings. <laughs> Jack Kennings is what you said. Okay, okay, okay. I I think I should get that one, though. Uh, okay. I tell you what. If you can come within 
a hundred dollars of what he earned, I'll give it to you. I should get it just for getting the last name right. You didn't get the last name right. You said Kinnings. I said Jennings. You said Jack I, Kinnings. You <laughs> flip-flopped the first letters of both names. <laughs> Something went uh, off in your brain. <laughs> uh, How much money like, do you make? We should be playing like Price is Right rules. Closest <laughs> without going over. I was close. Okay, we'll do we'll do that uh, for, for the money. How, how much did he make? Yeah, how much did you make? Uh, on his run at Jeopardy, two million. It was five million two hundred twenty-three thousand four hundred fourteen dollars. Wow, making bank. Okay, uh, third question: Who is the? Let's see if you can avoid the sweep. Who is the longest-running game show host? The longest-running game show host. Yes. Now we we that's current or this person is deceased. Just, well, just who has the record for longest running game show host? I'm going to say Pat Sajak. That is correct. Okay. Woo. Yeah. Uh, any guesses on how long it is? How long he's been hosting? Because he's still going right now. He's still going. Um, It's got to be around 40 years. Final answer. <laughs> Yeah, around 40 years. Around 40 years. <laughs> 39 years. Okay, yeah, yeah see? It was, it was around 40 years. But unfortunately, you still did not get two out of three. So uh, uh, I I really feel like I should get the Jeopardy one. Oh, come on. No. You know that I had it right. You would not give it to me if the, if the tables were turned. You would not give it to me, and you know it. I so would. You so would not. You little duder. No. Just... Just give it to me this time, and I'll you know I'll pay you back in the future. No, not with the last time we did this. You gave me the most impossible questions that nobody could answer. All about national. It was parks. national park trivia. Everybody knows national park <laughs> no. trivia. But you and Ken Jennings are the only two people that know anything about national park trivia. Oh man, Jack, okay. Jack Kennings probably knows a lot about it too. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a break from our regularly scheduled talk about game shows to do this. We love hearing you talk about us. It's time for the best things about the best things. Want to hear your feedback on the show? Email us at feedback at bestthingspod.com. Tweet at us at bestthingspod or leave us a review. always love the little organ on that intro. Um, Okay, so uh, a few episodes ago, we asked you guys, we talked about the best places to visit in America. Um, And that's it. That's when we got into the controversial, you know, National Park questions. Uh, but we asked you guys if you could go to one place, one vacation, uh, to visit one place in the United States, and you had to go there every year, where would you go and why? And uh, these are some of our favorites. Aaron, uh, while I'm pulling this up, uh, what's uh, what would be your place? What was the question? One place in the U.S. every year and why? Uh, I think I'm going with Yellowstone. Yeah. Just because I like nature. There's all sorts of scenery there. It kind of has everything. That's a good answer. You know, there's just, there's a lot to do. We got several responses on this one. Several new people responding too, which is always good. Uh, Allie Moreland said, uh, any place with mountains, um, which I think, you know, I'm I'm down with that. Yeah, uh, my brother 
Stephen M. Woodson on Instagram said, Pittsburgh, hey. PA, go to that Steelers game. Wait, 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 wait. He's a big Steelers fan. Our question is, you could go to one place every only year. every year, and that's the place that he's going to go? I mean, hey. To the city of Steel? Yeah. Go watch a Steelers game. Oh. Uh, Brady Craner says, Colorado. Hey. Always I like a, you, Brady. Always a fan of Colorado. Yeah. Um, E.P. Livingston says... I'm not gonna. I'm gonna mispronounce this. Mendocino, California. Today, today's Little Rock temperature is 100. Mendo's temperature is 70. Enough said. <laughs> Let's go. I'm I'm here for it. Let's book the trip now. Um, Mason H. Andrews says, Searcy, Arkansas. Uh, think that was in jest. I don't think people are making the <laughs> hey the annual mecca to Searcy. Uh, in two years they're supposed to. That's right. Yeah, we're right in the line of totality for the uh, eclipse, the big eclipse that's happening. Yeah. So if you're out there, make your way. We should do a live podcast Dude, that we day. absolutely should. Yeah, 2024, mark it down. And, uh, you know, we need to have guests, you know, yeah. be on the podcast. We'll get for, some, some scientists or for the astronomists in here. Yes. Uh, last one I've got is Matt L. Woodson. No relation, by the way. Uh, he also says Colorado practically grew up there in the mountain snowboarding. Best memories ever. So, a couple for Colorado. Uh, don't forget, we want to hear your feedback. Uh, email us at feedback at bestthingspod.com. Hit us up on Twitter. YouTube, if you're watching this, drop it in the comments. Let us know. Um, Instagram, all the stuff. Uh, Facebook, what is this week's question of the week? You got one? Have you ever made tried to make reservations at the library? Like the public library? Yeah. Were you no? Can't. They're all booked up. Oh. Um, boo. Where's where's my boo button? I don't uh, I don't remember where my boo button is on this board. Hold on, is it here? Do I have a boo button? I got rid of my boo button. Let's give it let's give it the clap. Come on. No, I'm not giving it the clap. That was good. No. Come on. The, I can give it the censor. <laughs> oh. Should we do unnecessary censorship? <laughs> Like every time you say, <laughs> uh, okay. Our question this week. Yeah, we we need a question. Okay, all right. Well, here's your. I, well, I forgot. I didn't know this was on here. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be, this is gonna be too much fun. If you could be the host of any game show, what game show would you want to host? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah. What game show you want to host? I like that. If you could host any game show, what would you do? I think it's got to be one that doesn't have a legendary host like Bob Barker. Because that's those are shoes, big shoes to fill. Yeah. I think I'd want to host that, you know, nobody knows the host. Like, the host doesn't matter to the game show. That's a great question. Okay. We talked about the best. Let's talk about the worst. Welcome to the best things. No, no, no. These aren't the best things. These are the worst things. Okay. Uh, worst things about game shows. I don't know if I have any that stand out to me as like the worst game show. But my first thing uh, when it comes to this, I've got thoughts about game shows though. Leslie Jones is the host of Supermarket Sweep. Yep. 
that's a that's a big negative for me. It is. In fact, just just bad hosts taking over good game shows because they they ruin the game show. They do. They just totally ruin it. Uh, I was looking at a list that had some of the worst game shows of all time. This one was back from 2008 called Hurl. Do you remember this game show? <laughs> I don't. Uh, they had to eat disgusting foods and then were subjected to vomit-inducing challenges to oh, see who would throw up first, come like on. eating clam chowder and then Ugh. riding a tilt-a-whirl. Why? And then the uh, the winner would walk away with prize money. Ugh. You know what? Speaking of that, I'll, I'll add fear factor to the Ooh. worst. Yeah. That kind of stuff is... Just, I mean, I get that. Some people love that, but, like, I, I just don't... That's not what I'm looking for in a game show. I'm looking for something lighthearted and fun, something to break me away from reality for a few minutes and answer some trivia questions. Feel like I can compete in that. Games like Hurl or Fear Factor just don't do it for me. Hurl gets a 3.8 IMDb <laughs> rating. I'm surprised it gets that much. Has 58 reviews. How many how many episodes? I'm sure it didn't make it past one season. Uh one season. What network? I want, that's what I want to know. What network put that on its airwaves? Had 11 episodes. Wow. Wow. Mm. Um, while you're looking for either that or something else, I'll give you another uh, worst thing when it comes to game shows. And that is um, the, the prize money is not what is advertised. Yeah. There's a little shadiness. Yeah. That goes on with game shows. I mean, it's pretty much like the lottery. Like, they, they advertise, you know, like, who wants to be a millionaire? Okay, you win a million dollars, but you're not really getting a million dollars. You're going to get $40 a week <laughs> for the next 65 years. Yeah, or you're going to take out a huge sum in taxes and yeah. fees. And I, I've heard, there was one documentary I watched one time about game shows, and they said that, you know, they say you're going to win the million, but of course you got to take out the taxes on top of that. Then, if you don't want your family or anybody else coming after it, you've now got to hire a lawyer right, to help take care of yeah. it. And you've got to hire an accountant if you want to handle it the right way. <laughs> and so by the time it's all said and done, you're sitting there with like a percentage of what you actually won. Now, now, granted, anybody would be happy to have it. Nobody's going to turn down. I mean, who wants to be a millionaire? You win a million dollars. You may walk away with 500000 maybe even more than that. And that's life-changing amount of money. But it's not really a million dollars. You almost wonder, would it be better? There should be some game show that does this where that's what you end up with. Like the actual amount won, maybe one point something million dollars, and we're going to automatically factor in taxes. That would make sense to me. But who who am I? I'm just a lowly <laughs> podcast guy. Some guy's telling his story of being on a game, or I guess it was why I said when my wife was a kid, she won a lifetime supply of Butterfinger candy bars. It was two cases. <laughs> uh, uh, well, it, several, it was two factory crates, I guess, with several hundred candy bars. And uh, You don't know my life. You don't know how much candy I'll eat. She said she felt ripped off because while it was a lot, she, only, she was a kid and thought there was no way that it was a lifetime supply. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, they always. Anytime you get, anytime you win anything, if you're if you're listening to this or watching this, anytime you win anything that says lifetime supply, they're basing that on about thirty years. Sure, because they're just assuming you're, you're gonna like, die after thirty. Years. Like once you're gonna eat one of these a week. Yeah, 
or once every two weeks or whatever, yeah. but it's it's there, not what you think it is. There was some uh, contest or something. I think it was for Chick-fil-A or McDonald's or one, one of the fast food places. And it says you could win this for a year, and it was one meal a week for 30 years, Yeah, which is still great. Sure. But it's a little misleading. Yes. Um, you got anything else on worst? Uh, well, there was something I was thinking of a minute ago, but I've now forgotten what it was. <laughs> Oh, Catch-21, there's one I forgot about. Was, was that kind of like Blackjack? Yeah, I think so. There were there were so many on Game Show Network. There was almost too many options to I, choose from. I mean, again, I, I remember being at my grandma's house, and we would just sit and watch Game Show Network yeah. all day. I mean, that's what would be on. There was one I loved uh, called Chain Reaction. Yes. Where like, like there was a chain of words you had yes. to put together. And if you could figure it out, the, the correct puzzle, you'd go there. Okay, well, let's move on then if we have nothing else worst. And uh, go ahead and bracket this thing out. If you want to be the best, you have to beat the rest. It's time for the best thing bracket. All right, Aaron, you, sir, have the first pick. What's the first pick going to be? I think I know, but... Give me Family Feud. Yeah, I knew that was coming. You know, I was looking for a place to bring this up during the episode and never just found the right spot, so this doesn't feel like it either, so I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> get it in there because I remember seeing this several years ago, but the the last surviving witness of Abraham Lincoln's assassination was on a game show. Really? Have you ever seen the video? Uh-uh. In the 1950s, he was on a, a game show called I've Got a Secret. Wow. And uh, they ask questions to the panelists, and it's kind of like, a, you know, like 20 questions where it's yes or no. And turns out he was a five-year-old boy sitting in the balcony across from Abraham Lincoln when he was shot. That he, was his secret? Yep. Wow. That he was he was there and he was the last person alive that was there when he was assassinated. And it's all reported. So you, you can go to YouTube and watch it. It's it's really cool that That's so wild. To see somebody as late as nineteen fifty six yeah. who was alive when Abraham Lincoln was assassinated. Wow. So that was just kind of cool. That's wild. Uh my first pick is gonna be who wants to be a millionaire? Give me the Price is Right. Price is Right. With Bob Barker. Oh, yeah, that's a good caveat. Um, Don't forget to get your pet spayed <laughs> or neutered. <laughs> I'm going to go Match Game. Really? Yeah, I love Match Game. A lot of fun. There's another one I was going to go with. You might take it here. I don't know. Wheel of Fortune. No, that was not it. So Wheel of Fortune. I'm going to go... Um, uh, deal or no deal. Ooh. And your fourth and final, sir. Supermarket sweep. Mm, good call. The the OG, or the, at least the 90s? Yes. You don't want uh, Leslie Jones? No way, no how. Boy, wouldn't it just be... Where, where is Leslie Jones from? Please tell me she's from Mississippi. <laughs> That would be a that would be just the perfect cross section of things we don't like is Leslie Jones in Mississippi. Well, no way. 
she is within minutes of Mississippi. She was born in Memphis, Tennessee. Wow. She's like 15 minutes from Mississippi. <laughs> oh, wow. That's so funny. <laughs> um, my fourth one, this is, this is tricky, actually. I'm going to go... There's a couple I want to pick. Um, bu- 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 you know what? I got to go Jeopardy. I, I, yeah, I gotta give I gotta give honor where it's due. All right, Aaron, we've got uh, Family Feud versus Jeopardy. Oh, and what was the advantage that I won? So you're gonna get to pick uh, the winner of this versus uh, I, th- I think Christmas at the mall. No, uh, Washington D.C. Okay, yeah, yeah, Washington D.C. So you get to pick. You get to decide. Which of these is better? Okay. Um, family Feud or Jeopardy, though? Three, two, one? Any need for it? It's Family Feud. Yeah, it's Family Feud. Okay. Uh, who wants to be a millionaire versus supermarket sweep? You know, I was thinking, uh, we did our Hot Takes episode. Yep. And uh, I, I kind of like the way we scored that also. That may be something we, we think, like we gave it a ranking. Like we didn't leave it up to just our opinion. We ranked it. That was, yeah, that was cool too. Oh, yeah, so maybe we can. I forgot. I, I had to think back. We can experiment with that sometime too. Uh, millionaire or supermarket? This is a tough supermarket one. for me. I mean, it's really close. It's really close. Just the the nostalgia of the fun. There's not really been anything else like supermarket sweep. Man, um, Regis and bringing that back. Is there a ranker article? Is that is that what we're going to? I'm gonna have to pull one up. Surely there is when it comes to game shows. There's got to be because I, I, I'm, I mean I got to go millionaire on it. I would think that millionaire is going to beat it out. I'll be surprised. I would be shocked if millionaire doesn't beat it out. The greatest. Well, that's not even the word. Yeah, let's talk about the greatest guitarist of all time. <laughs> Why in the world? Let's, let's break the tie with that. Greatest game shows of all time. Here we go. Crusty old ranker article. And well, yep. Who wants to be a millionaire comes in at number seven on this list. Okay, <clears throat> I'm not surprised. Yeah, millionaire advances. Uh, Price is right or deal or no deal. Uh, Bob Barker. Yeah, OG Bob Barker. Everybody say hi to Marcy, my dog. Again, she's making another appearance on the pod. She wants her 15 minutes of fame. Like like we're famous. <laughs> uh, match game versus wheel of uh, what I put is wheel of fort, uh, wheel of fortune. Uh, it'd be wheel of fortune for me. I'm gonna have to agree. I, I personally, I probably should have put match game a little lower. Um, I love match game, but I've got a. It's not gonna win the tiebreaker anyway. Just out of curiosity, I'm gonna look. Oh, nice, nice lot of ads, Ranker. <laughs> I can't even see it because of the advertisements. It's uh, one of the worst things about websites now. I tell you, man, it's getting, yeah, it's not even, oh, wow. They are next to each other, four wow, and five. They are. If you can see past the ad. <laughs> Look at that. It just pops up. Uh, so, yeah, they were in the right spot then. Uh, so, But Wheel of Fortune moves on. Okay. You get to pick here, Family Feud or Price is Right. 
they're both your picks. You get to. Oh. I was about to assume, but you, you you're hesitating, so I don't know. Family Feud. Okay. Family Feud. Who wants to be your mate? But I'm gonna. Who wants to be a millionaire or Wheel of Fortune? Three, two, one. Yeah. Three, two, one. Millionaire. millionaire. I think culturally, it just. It was too big. So we have who wants to be a millionaire or family feud? I think we're probably in agreement here, aren't we? I, I'm I'm with family feud. Yeah, family feud yeah. takes the day. Sur- oh man, we missed missed the golden opportunity to say survey says and survey said yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay, so Aaron, you get to decide the winner for this one. It may be the best thing today, but is it the best thing of all time? It's time for the best thing battle. All right, in a shocker last time, Washington, D.C. overtook Christmas at the mall. And uh, I don't, yeah, and it, it stood its ground against the hot takes last week. So, yes, two-time reigning champ, Washington, D.C., versus Family Feud, which is the best thing. Uh, it's going to move on for a third week. Wow. Yeah. Three weeks. Yes. Washington, Washington D.C. Okay. So, Washington, D.C. moves on three weeks. Wow. I did not expect D.C. <laughs> To make it three weeks, two away uh, from being a bestie for the rest. Of. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a stupid name, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, my gosh. And why was it I got to, cho- I got to choose that again? Because you, you, you. No, wait, hold on. <laughs> what just happened? I was waiting for you to what figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes. I got duped. You did. I was wondering if you were uh, ever going to catch on that I just like, hey, what was my advantage again? And you just... Wow. Yeah. That was, just, that was smooth. Well, just for that, I'm going to pick... <laughs> I was going to pick... D, I would have picked DC, too. Yeah. Uh, so you got you got lucky. Yeah, I was I was wishing that it would have been uh, <laughs> something really, really, you know, controversial. <laughs> and then I was going to wait for a future episode and then bring it back up. And I was like, uh, ah, this one's kind of like... Yeah. Eh. No. <laughs> it was too good. Man. Wow. I tell you, I have the memory of a goldfish cracker. That's what my memory is like. It is that bad. God. All right. Well, anything else? No. Okay. That was kind of like the, that was sort of like the deceit that you get on game shows, though. That's you true. Know, yeah. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, if you are listening to the audio version, uh, be sure to subs- or su- subscribe if you haven't already. But leave us a review. We want to hear your, your feedback. If you're, if you're watching the video, we're waving at you. Hello. Uh, if you're still watching this, uh, hit the subscribe. Let us know. Do you like the video version? Do you not like the video version? I think probably a lot of this will get chopped up and put on TikToks, too. That's what we're hoping. Yes. So go follow us on TikTok yes. at Best Things Pod, uh, and all the socials. We'll be posting clips and stuff from these episodes. Bite-sized versions of the best things. 
Maybe that's what we should call them best thing bites. Ooh, that's catchy. The best bite. Yeah. Good literation. Yeah. Okay. Anything else, Aaron? No. All righty. That'll do it then. The best things. I'm Craig. I'm Aaron. We'll talk at you next time. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Best Things Podcast. If you liked today's episode, give it a five-star rating on your favorite podcast app. You can also find us on all the socials at Best Things Pod and listen to full episodes on YouTube. To hear your opinion on the podcast, email us at feedback at bestthingspod.com or tap the link in the episode notes to leave us a voicemail and you can hear your voice on an upcoming episode of the podcast. 